This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show, with Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. Here is Brady Cannon. All right, Brady Cannon on vacation. Matt Humans here with uh, Wes Reynolds, and you can't see me right now. This is a podcast version, but I'm wearing an as- asbestos suit because the guy to my right is on fire. Uh, Wes Reynolds, uh, we hit a winner in the British Open. It was not easy. It was a comeback. By Cameron Smith at 28 to 1 odds. It's always nice to uh, cash on the final major of the year. Uh, great theater at St. Andrews on Sunday. Rory McElroy stood on the 10th tee with a three stroke lead, did not bogey a hole on the back nine, and lost by two. Yeah, you, he really didn't do anything wrong, except he just couldn't get a putt to drop on Sunday. But Cameron Smith could. Five straight birdies on the back nine on holes 10 through 14. A nice little 30 on the back for a round of 64. Cameron Smith gained almost 12 strokes on the field throughout the entire Open with this putter. Led mm-hmm. the field for strokes gained putting. Second in the field for scrambling. Cashes, uh, I got 30 to 1 earlier in the year. But basically 25, 28-ish to 1 was pretty much the, uh, the market wide. Becomes the second man to win the players and the Open in the same year joining Jack Nicklaus uh, in 1978. So four major champions this year, Matt, all under the age of 30. First time ever. Yeah, and it, uh, that was nice uh, payback for us because I had Cameron Smith in the Masters, and that was a little bit uh, tough to take with the way he fell apart on uh, Sunday there. I'm going to read you this tweet from Sean Zach on Twitter, and I thought this was interesting. Uh, he's, a, he's a writer at Golf Magazine, Rory McIlroy hit into one bunker all week. He holed out from it. He shot 266. He played a bogey-free final round and somehow did not win the Open. And uh, we talked about putting. And, Wes, I think you can break down every stat imaginable when you handicap golf, but it, mostly it comes down to putting. And Cameron Smith in the final round, strokes gained putting, plus 3.1. Mm-hmm. Rory, 
minus 2.1. Yeah, and, there, and there's your difference. Like, I don't think – I mean, he didn't hit bad shots. Like, he didn't choke necessarily. Right. He just I, – I, but I think he's going to say, yeah, I let this one get away, and I think he's absolutely right. Uh, it's got to be heartbreaking for him, huh? The 150th yeah. British Open at yeah. St. Andrews, and he has a three-stroke lead on the back nine. And now that eight-year drought yep. becomes into nine years, by the way, because he has not won a major since 2014 at the PGA down at Valhalla. However – our buddy Jeff Sherman over at Superbook of Sports uh, released the Masters odds for 2023. And who is your favorite? That would be one Roy McElroy at 12 to 1. All right. Uh, Wes, we move on from St. Andrews to Minneapolis, from the home of golf to a place that most people don't associate with golf. But it's going to be the 3M Open this week. And we have a special guest joining us here in a moment. We'll get him, Josh Culp. Fantasy golf analyst at NBC Sports Edge and FTN Daily. He's going to join us next here on Long Shots. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Launch Shots. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds here the week after the British Open, and we move on to the 3M Open from St. Andrews to Minneapolis. Josh Culp joins us now. He's located not far from TPC Twin Cities, fantasy golf analyst at NBC Sports Edge and FTN Daily. Josh, thanks for jumping on with us this week. A little bit of a letdown, I think, for a lot of golf fans going from uh, the British 
to Minnesota, but uh, up in your neck of the woods, a lot of people got to be fired up for this event. Yeah, it's uh, probably a letdown for most, but definitely excited when the tour comes to uh, close to your house, and that's definitely the case. Although I got uh, I got hit with COVID this week, so I won't be attending mm. this year. Okay, well, good luck uh, with that. That's uh, definitely a bad beat. Let's talk about the 3M yeah. Open. And, uh, Wes, I want to ask you first. You can throw a couple questions to Josh. Is uh, you got to always have a weaker field the week after uh, a major. And I think it's a little trickier handicap because you're trying to guess motivation for some guys. And actually some of the, the bigger names I think would be less motivated for events like this. Yeah, if you look, I believe we got three in the top 25 of the OWGR. Tony mm-hmm. Finau is a favorite. Hideki Matsuyama is here this week. Sun JM is here this week. They're all kind of in the teens. But if you look, really, it's been long shots that have hit the three uh, editions of the 3M Open here in Minneapolis. By the way, we do have three more events. This event, the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit, and also the Wyndham. And then we're going to be getting into the FedEx Cup playoffs. So all the guys that are outside of the 125, they certainly would have the motivation. So, Josh, uh, when you look at this and and maybe just kind of break down the course at first a little bit for us, TPC Twin Cities, uh, it has the reputation of a birdie fest, but there are some trouble that that lurk all over this course. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. It's uh, pretty wide off the tee, so if you're – uh, hitting it in the fairway, then it's just, you know, attack mode all day long. A lot of birdies if you're hitting it in the fairway, but this is the land of 10,000 lakes. There is water everywhere. Uh, I think it's on 14 or 15 holes where water comes into play. So you can rack up some big numbers just as easily as those birdies. Yeah, and uh, Josh, uh, when you look at the field, obviously we mentioned the three at the top in terms of the top 25 in the world rankings, Finau, M, Matsuyama. Look, you can always make a case for those guys. But uh, when you were kind of breaking this down in terms of uh, your power rankings, obviously not a ton of betting value really with the short guys, but where did you start in terms of guys you might be looking at for this week? Yeah, I kind of I kind of skipped the top end uh it was interesting. I was looking into, like, you know, Hideki Matsuyama. I was just like, he doesn't really contend after majors. And when I looked at it, he's finished outside the top 25 in nine of his last uh, 10 starts right after a major. So he doesn't seem to show up, but he has won one before. So it's like, if he's, you know, if he's dialed in, he's going to go for it. But otherwise, he's just going to go through the motions. And I think that's kind of how it is for the stars at the top. But uh, after them, I'm going to kind of look for a, a local angle. And I like uh, someone like Nick Hardy uh, right below him. I think he's 35 to 1. He's just playing great uh, the last couple months. He had a wrist he had a wrist injury in the middle of the season, and he's just been on fire since returning from that. So I like him to stay hot. Josh, uh, this course, by the way, has a par 71 with three par fives. Benton Grass Greens, a guy who's long off the tee, Cameron Champ was the winner last year. He's not in great form. He comes back here as a 60-to-1 shot. What did Cameron Champ do to win this tournament last year? Do you like him or do you not like him this week as the defending champ? Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I like him. I would lean towards a no on Champ. But uh, he kind of, you know, similar to Matt Wolf, who won here, 
Uh, they're super long and super aggressive. And I think, you know, playing aggressive is really rewarded here, even though uh, you, can't always, you can't always be aggressive here. But when you can, it kind of, you know, those little edges add up. And if you want to, you know, try to win, then I think you have to take some aggressive routes. And I think that's why guys like that have played well here. Josh, uh, what stats did you specifically look at this week? We always model different stats on a week-to-week basis on the PGA Tour. What stats kind of stood out to you of guys that you think might play well here this week? Well, the, the boring answer is um, off the tee and approach, but uh, that's, that's true about every week. Uh, you want the ball strikers. But an interesting one that I thought uh, showed, some, showed some success here was uh, – it's the ability to rack up eagles, you know, eagle rate. And that goes with that, uh, that uh, you know, being aggressive mode. Uh, people who are aggressive are going to rack up more eagles. And we've seen people who post a lot of eagles tend to have a lot of success at TBC Twin City. So something like eagle rate or uh, even like uh, some putting stats from, you know, mid-range because you're going you're gonna to have a lot of uh, – a lot of putts from, you know, maybe 8 to 20 feet this week because the greens are soft and receptive uh, just because they have to water them so much here in the uh, the Midwest summer heat. So uh, they're very soft. The, the green and regulation percentage will be very high. So if you can if you can heat up from that, you know, 10 to 20-foot range here, you're going to be in good shape. Follow Josh Cope on Twitter at Future of Fantasy. All right, Josh, Brady Cannon gave you a uh, fistful of cash and said, bet the Futures board. Give me your top four guys for the 3M Open at Twin Cities. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, I'd take a Cam Davis. I'd take a Nick Hardy. Uh, maybe uh, go a little uh, – high-risk, high-reward to Troy Merritt, and maybe uh, end up with a boring Brendan Todd. All right, that's his top four, Josh. Colt, fantasy golf analyst at NBC Sports Edge and FTN Daily. Josh, get well soon. Enjoy the week at the 3M Open. Uh, thanks for the time today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Josh. All right, we'll see if any of his best bets match up with ours. I know that Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook has a common play with Wes Reynolds this week. Those are two sharp golf guys. You want to stay tuned for that. We come back next with the best bets. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Long Shots, the number one golf Betting show in the world. And uh, Matt Eumanns, Wes Reynolds here, Brady Cannon off this week. And we go from the British Open to the 3M Open in Minneapolis, and we're going to get to our best bets. And, uh, Wes, before we get there, I want to remind everyone to uh, check out Point Spread Weekly, the VSIN digital magazine. We've got our best bets in golf in there every week. You have extensive write-ups and statistical breakdowns in all the tournaments. We've got a DP tournament this week in Europe, and we've also got a women's tournament that I think you're going to handicap. Yeah, we have the uh, Kazoo Classic, not the uh, Great Kazoo from the Flintstones, but the Kazoo Classic, <laughs> the online auto manufacturer based in London. This event is in uh, Southport, England, so we have that written up. That'll be in Point Spread Weekly out on Wednesday morning, and then also we have two majors this week. We have the one, the Evian Championship, of course, for the LPGA, and we also have the uh, Senior British Open, so we will have some plays and some bets. By the way, check your daily email if you are a VSIN subscriber that comes out very early in the morning, around actually 11.30 or noon Eastern time. So we will have some uh, selections for that. And then, uh, of course, a comprehensive write-up of the 3M Open, also in the Point Spread Weekly article and at vcin.com. And just really quickly before we get to our picks and our match play here, Matt, uh, kind of the question I asked Josh about in terms of what stats he felt were important – and I'm with him. Strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach. And actually, the same guy is at the top for the last 24 rounds. That would be one Brendan Steele. More on him in a minute. I also use birdie or better gained. You got to be able to make birdies out here. It's not mm-hmm. quite the birdie fest a couple other events are, but 
you got to be able because you're going to have trouble off the tee with those water hazards. And then the rough has been grown out to four inches. Uh, opportunities gained, which is, you know, gaining birdie opportunities. Strokes gained par four, 450 to 500. Five of the 11 par fours measured that amount or right around there. And then strokes gained par five. All the par fives here are right just under 600 yards. So they're not just guaranteed birdies. So you got to be good in that. And then I did look a little bit of putting. And I don't usually model putting because that's so hard to do because it has the most variance hardest to predict right but i went strokes gain bent grass putting because we are back on the bent grass these guys that have been overseas especially have been putting on these slow greens you know 10 10 and a half on the stint meter now you get to 12 and that's about like right middle not too fast but not too slow so i did look at bent grass putting this week well that's an important thing to look at too so putting was a big factor in the british open the two camerons finished at the top of the leaderboard cameron smith cameron young uh, I'm going to ask you, who's the best player on the PGA Tour yet to win a tournament? Is it Cameron Young? Is it yet, Maverick Yet McNeely? to win a tournament or yet to win a major? Yet to win a tournament. Yet to win a tournament. Boy, that is hard. Uh, is you named a couple good ones right there. Yeah. Let's not forget Will Zalatoris also has not won an official PGA Those are tournament. my top three. Zalatoris, McNeely, and uh, Cameron Young. Not necessarily in that order. I think it's either Willie Z or Cameron Young is the best player yet to win. Maverick McNeely's in the field this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, was right there in the mix. Was on the first page of the leaderboard at the alternate event last week at the Barracuda, won by Ches Reeby. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, he outdueled uh, Martin Laird and also Alex Noren. I had Mark Hubbard in the mix. He ended up T4, I believe, just a few points off the pace. But I'm with you on a couple of those guys. Uh, you'd say Harold Varner hasn't won an official PGA Tour event, so you would well, throw... He actually won on the European Tour this he year. He did. He won yeah. the uh, Saudi event, the Saudi International with that 90-foot eagle putt over Bubba Watson. Yeah. Another guy in the field this week that just got temporary membership on the PGA Tour. That would be 19-year-old Ju Young Kim from South Korea. He's going to be one to watch, I think, over the years, so you're definitely going to watch him. Uh, Mito Pereira, who, of course, was in contention at the PGA as well. All right, let me get to my best bets first. Maverick McNeely's one of them. That's not going to shock anybody who's followed my golf plays. Uh, he's got three recent top 20s. Wes, he, tied, he was tied for second going into last year's final round here. Mm -hmm. He closed with a 73, a disappointing Sunday. He's still hunting for that first win. He was at the Barracuda last week. He was a favorite in that Barracuda championship in some spots. Uh, I believe he finished in the top 10. Uh, but that was won by Ches Reeve, who is also on my card this week. So I've got Maverick McNeely at 24-1. to Ches Reeve at 40-1. to Actually, uh, last year, Ches Reeve was uh, tied for fourth after three rounds. I'm looking at guys who've got a history of playing well here and who are pretty hot right now, and I think Reeve and McNeely fit that mold. How about Cameron Tringali? Um, last, uh, let's see, last two years at the TPC Twin Cities, a tie for 16th and a tie for third. You know, one thing I will add on Tringali before I get to my mm -hmm. card, uh, Tringali, actually, he was the 18-36 and 36 hole leader at the Scottish Open a couple weeks ago. He has the unfortunate distinction of being the all-time leader in PGA Tour official earnings, about 17 to yeah. $17.5 million on the PGA Tour without a win. It's kind of amazing that this guy hasn't won an event because he's always a consistent player. You know, he's always good enough to stay on the tour, which is a feat in itself. Yeah, sure. You know, has enough top fives, enough top tens, makes enough cuts, but just hasn't gotten across the finish line. I would be okay if you uh, labeled me that way. The guy who's won $17 million but has yet to win a tournament. I'd be okay with that. I could live with that. Maverick McNeely, 24-1. to 1. Cameron Tringali, 30-1. to 1. Ches Reeve, 40-1. to 1. And uh, the last guy I threw on here, Davis Riley. 
I know a lot of people like this kid. He's a rookie. He was tremendous on the Corn Ferry. By the way, he did lose that playoff yes. to Sam Burns at the Valspar. Yeah. Twenty-five to one in that range on Davis Riley. Wes, let's get to your best bets. I know you and Jeff Sherman have a common play, and I mentioned Jeff Sherman. He's a head golf odds maker over at the Westgate Superbook. Adam. Svensson. Yes. Uh, you and uh, you and Jeff both landed on him yeah, this week. Yeah, I think Svensson, the Canadian's going to be a little popular this week. 40 to 1. Uh, was 15th here back in 2019. His only appearance gained a lot. Tita Green just lost in terms of putting. Lost five strokes that week, but better putter now. But if you look at Svensson, he was a guy that does kind of pop on the mod. He was sixth last start at the Barbasol. Tenth in this week's field for strokes gained approach, strokes gained bent grass putting, birdie or better gain, and opportunities gained, that being over the last 24 rounds. So Svensson was one I played. Uh, Brendan Steele, I mentioned a moment ago, tops and off the tee and approach over the last 24 rounds. Uh, T13 at the Players, T9 at the PGA, T10 at the Memorial. Hadn't played a ton of golf. He was not in the U.S. Open nor the Open Championship field, but a couple-time winner out here. Brendan Steele, 35-1. to A young guy that actually does not have PGA Tour status. That's Chris Goddard up. Not the best number, but he is at 45-1 to is where I got him. Reigning Jack Nicklaus Award winner out of the University of Oklahoma. They were in the finals, contending for the national championship. He actually missed the playoff by one to go ahead and win the individual uh, national championship. Playing on sponsor exemptions, 43rd at the U.S. Open. He did qualify for that just on his uh, amateur status. 35 at the Travelers, 4th at the John Deere. Did miss the cut next week at the Barbasol because he missed the, the Open Championship spot by one shot. So had that disappointment. I'm willing to excuse that. He needs 287 FedEx Cup points to get that special temporary membership on the PGA Tour. He's already got 60% of that goal. So, you know, a very good chance that a really high finish here. He's going to get that temporary membership. Uh, Troy Merritt, 80 to 1, a little bit of a local angle, played his high school golf up here in Minnesota. T7 on debut back in 2019, two top fives this year at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and at Texas Open. His FedEx Cup status is safe. He was 30th at the Scottish two weeks ago, but was second in the field for strokes gained approach, best performance all season. And then we get into a few bombs, and that's what you got to have at the 3M Open. Uh, mm-hmm. 175 to 1, 150 to 1, and 125 to 1 have won here the last three years, that being Matthew Wolf, Michael Thompson, and of course Cameron Champ, as you mentioned last year. Austin Smotherman, 90 to 1, 134 in the FedEx Cup. So he needs a good finish over these next three weeks to keep his PGA Tour playing privileges. And uh, this could be a place he goes well. He's T8 at the Barracuda last week, best finish of the season. Ninth in the field for strokes gained off the tee. And I think that's going to be important this week. Be long and be as straight as you can. Avoid those hazards. Tyler Duncan of uh, Purdue University, uh, 100 to 1. Barely hanging on inside that FedEx Cup. He's 119 right now. Best finish of the year. year last time t13 at the barracuda not the best form but he's been striking the ball well six in this field for approach fifth for strokes gained ball striking over the last 24 rounds it's really the putter that's held him back but he is better at putting on bent grass greens garrett kigo 125 to 1 talk about a guy that's not in very good form he's missed nine of his last 11 cuts but did make the weekend at st andrews shot 66 on sunday only five players were better than him on sunday in that final round so maybe some momentum even though he's got to make that fly to across the pond long hitter off the tee good touch on the greens i 
remember you hit him actually at the Palmetto Championship, the mm-hmm. one-time event they had last year in South Carolina due to COVID-19. Could hit it a big number here against the downfield. And then another very big number, and this is a guy I've played a couple times, Callum Tarrin. 130 to 1, an Englishman began his rookie season on the PGA Tour with seven missed cuts last fall and a DQ, but started to turn it around in the spring. Top five, his first ever on tour at the Puerto Rico Open. He's now got three top tens just right outside the top 125. I think he's 144 to be exact, but. What you got to do when you're at that point, you got to get like a top five somewhere, and that's maybe basically going to lock up your card for next year. Fits the profile. You look at a couple of the guys that have won the three I'm open at least two of the three years. Uh, Matt Wolf, the first time uh, they had this event, and then Cameron Champ, guys that are big bombers off the tee. And Callum Terran can absolutely hit it a mile long. So uh, Callum Terran closes it out at 130 to one. How about that? There's a bunch of long shots from Wes Reynolds. That's the name of this podcast. Long shots, number one rated golf betting show in the world. Brady, the Kid Cannon, returns next week. That wraps it up. Cash some tickets in the 3M Open. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.